0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne. Highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host Joey Burgoyne and it's that time of the year you see all the state license plates from all over New England coming to look at the foliage and the festivities of Connecticut. One of those places I think everyone should visit. We've been hearing about it for years from a great friend Mr. Bill Dufford. Riverview Farms, the Old Cider Mill, Rob's Ice Cream, the Fall Festival, it's something that everyone needs to experience and enjoy. It is New England family tradition, right down to the New England family tradition that runs the event. Joining me this morning is Ann Coocher, daughter of Mr. Bill Dufford. Beth Ann, thank you for joining me. You're the manager of Riverview Farms, but your title is small, your hats are many. Good morning and thank you for joining me today.
1: Joey, thanks so much for having me. It's a great time of the year.
0: So the old cider mill and the event, give me a little bit of a history lesson on this.
1: Well, the old cider mill has been in town since the 1600s. And the unique part about it is that it's only been owned by a handful of families. Um, I know of the Holland family way back and then the Kessler family and then, of course, the Beckett family owned it for quite a few years, and their son is still in town, and he actually still um, rents the farmland and uh, and farms there, as his parents used to. And we started working at the cider mill when the town bought it for open space. It was only one of the third properties that they had first bought, and they didn't know how to press cider. They didn't have anybody interested in pressing cider. And as most people who know my dad know, he kind of likes a challenge. Yes. So they asked dad and he said, well, I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll rent it. We'll we'll do the cider mill. And the important part about pressing the cider is um, the cider mill is known as the oldest continuously running cider mill in the United States.
0: That's amazing.
1: So it was important to keep that designation and to keep the cider flowing.
0: So, I mean, that's the thing. it's it's something I, I guess you could call it a lost art. You know, you' <laughs> it's, it's the oldest running cider mill. And how, I mean, do the apples come from your orchards, or how is when is the season that mill actually is pressing?
1: Well, we only press um from uh, after Labor Day to about Halloween. Sometimes, if the dates fall right, we go the next weekend after Halloween. But it is definitely a fall activity. Our main crop is tobacco, and it takes all our energy up until the very end of August. So we actually culled our trees to only have late ripening trees because we'd never get them harvested. (laughs) So we start harvesting right around Labor Day. And as soon as we have enough apples, we start pressing.
0: So now what? I'm assuming the pressing came before the fall festival. How did one become part of the other?
1: Well, um, the cider mill, as anybody who drives by it, gets very, very busy, and we only have limited parking. So we we wanted to offer a corn maze. Um, the start of agritourism was beginning, where um, the the state got very involved with helping farmers market uh, helping farmers market their own products and get retail prices for them instead of just wholesale prices. So part of that was letting people on the farm, having a corn maze, trying hay rides, um, trying to teach people about what the farming experience is all about. So many people still don't understand how things grow and where their food comes from.
0: That's a very unfortunate thing, yes.
1: It's, uh, it's very funny when people see the chickens and um, understand about the eggs and understand how an apple grows, understand where a strawberry comes from. And we love to teach what it's all about. And it's very rewarding to be able to show people and allow them to come on the farm and really see what it's all about.
0: Mm-hmm. So now, you know, you, you've i guess we can say you've expanded over the years it's not just riverview farms you know rob's ice creams come in but you know what are some of the if if i'm heading out this weekend today and the sunday or next weekend for the festival what should i be prepared for is there you know covid the regulations the precautions what do i have what should i do before i head out to the festival
1: Well, we were really afraid we weren't going to be able to open, and um, I was pretty nervous about it because, one, we want to keep our customers safe, but we also want to keep our staff safe and ourselves. I mean, you know, my dad's in his 80s, and I certainly don't want anything to happen to him, and I certainly wouldn't want to be in the news where, oh, here's this big COVID outbreak at Riverview Park. So we have all the mandatory uh, modifications in place and the, um, you know, the masks. And we first decided to limit the number of people on the hayride. I mean, normally everybody's packed in, keeping everybody warm, and it's a big kind of, you know, group event. Uh, We're limiting it to 20 people, which is about a third of our capacity. And we are also doing online reservations so that people don't have to wait in line. We don't have to handle the money. And we kind of get an idea of when our crowds are going to be. Mm-hmm. So that's been a brand new learning curve for us. We're hand sanitizing, um, every hour where we have tractors, people can sit on. So we want to make sure those are safe. And we're hand sanit We're using the sanitizer on those. Um, We also offer a private hayride, which unfortunately we're not able to offer cheaply, Mm -hmm. but some families um, either have outstanding issues or concerns, and we wanted to give people an option to feel safe so they can book a private hayride just for their, what we're calling family bubble. So, um, you know, there's that option as well. And it's, you know, farm is, is always adjustments. We have to deal with the weather. You know, you never know what's going to come at you from one day to the next. Mm. But this has been been a big adjustment. But we felt very strongly about opening so that people could get outside, enjoy their families. Everyone has been so closed in and the cider mill can be crowded. But the blessing about the fall festival up at Rob's is that we have about eight acres. That they can run on everything's fenced in the kids are safe you don't have to be watching them every second they can run they can play they can throw balls they can run through the corn maze and Rob's has one of the most beautiful views in town
0: it is and it's you know it's every it's funny I think my family, we probably eat more ice cream in the winter than we do in the summer. <laughs> I don't know what it is about ice cream that's—it's it's like a comfort food that's warming, but it's cold in the winter. It's a weird—it's a weird thing. I'm—we're not normal in a lot of ways in that way, I guess. But you know, and like you said, farmers have ever had to adjust to anything how has the growing season been i know you guys do a lot of tobacco it's been a very dry summer and heading into fall like how has the crops been this year
1: well the tobacco was fine and we had a beautiful crop but that windstorm early um beat it up a little bit so what it does is it throws the leaves around against each other gets these little tears in and ours is um connecticut broadleaf tobacco Mm -hmm. and each side of the leaf rolls uh the inner wrapper of a of a cigar so they want something that is pretty and you know doesn't have any holes in it our whole i must say it a million times during harvest i don't want holes in my (laughs) leaves. um so we had a little bit of that and then we had to irrigate quite a bit which is so it's just very time consuming um but you have to, when you have to do it, you have to do it. And then strangely enough, uh, we felt like we skated through the last storm that came through where we had those high winds and Mm -hmm. there was hail around. We went over to one of our sheds to check it. And we looked at the tobacco and an acre of our tobacco got hit by hail. And it was so surprising. It was just, you know, you think you've, you've got everything covered, but you have to count your blessings and out of 35 acres, it was only that one acre. So we were grateful for that.
0: That's one thing. I don't think a lot of people realize that tobacco industry is still very strong in the agricultural areas of Connecticut.
1: It's a beautiful crop here and it's a bit like growing a fussy house plant. You're <laughs> nervous about it until you get it in the shed. Um, it you have to look at it every day. You're constantly changing and looking and figuring and fussing with that little thing. Um, But it is a very unique crop in that they have taken the seed and tried to grow it in other places, Costa Rica, the Dominican, Honduras. I'm sure they are trying to grow it in Cuba. And there is something about the humidity and the soil here from the Connecticut River Valley that makes it a very sweet and um, special thing to smoke. So, it's in, it's still in demand, and we're grateful for that.
0: I mean, honestly, I just think it's Bill. I think it's Mister Dufford. He goes and talks to the plants every morning. It's, it's just his sweet personality transferring to the plant. Let's be honest. Yeah,
1: sweet personality. <laughs>
0: So, okay Joey. <laughs> so you know if someone's hanging out where on 17 exactly should we be heading to get to the fall festival or robs or riverview and experience what we've been talking about this morning we're on 17 are you located
1: well the cider mill is just the cider mill is just after the intersection of main street and um 17 so if you come off route 2 it funnels into 17 you come down and you really can't miss it it is a very old rustic looking place and there's pumpkins everywhere and one of the most fun things about the cider mill and what I think brings in the young families is we offer a petting zoo mm-hmm. and the animals are so much fun and it is so great to see a kid's face and even the adults, um, to see a pony or to pet an alpaca or you know, to figure out what kind of animal that is. And what's always exciting for me is that I get phone calls in the fall, you know, can you use this? Can you use that? And I never know what's going to show up. But this year, friends down the road um, have two sows, mama pigs, and she had 11 babies. And we have these baby piglets that are (laughs) a riot. And I have to say, I'm a bit partial to pigs. My 13th birthday gift was a piglet you know that
0: that's a that's a true farm girl right there
1: (laughs) right right um but the animals have always been my joy and it's great to it's great to share them with people so if i was going to have people come out i would say go to the cider mill see the baby animals and then head on out to rob's where we have so much room to run and move and Take a deep breath and get outside and enjoy the day. Um, And Rob's ice cream, I was talking to him this morning. I thought he had been making ice cream for 12 years. Next year will be their 20th year of making ice cream. And they have over 35 flavors. I've been there for over 12 years and I haven't tried them all. I just keep going to my favorites.
0: (laughs) Well, I think this Sunday, this morning, on this Sunday, when we leave our campground, I think I'll be heading up that way. and. Maybe getting a little sample of that ice cream and maybe get to say hi to Beth Ann, the daughter of the legendary Connecticut legend, Bill Dufford, who's an amazing man. I miss his fritters. I miss his smile. Hopefully, we get to see each other during the holiday store this year. That's a whole nother ball of wax with COVID. But, Beth Ann, thank you for joining me this morning. Manager of Riverview Farms and in her own. In her own words, the right-hand person of her father, the go-getter, and gets the stuff done. I appreciate what you do. I appreciate the festival. I appreciate what you guys do for Glastonbury and the state. Thank you for joining me this morning, Beth Ann. because remember, great things happen at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080.